welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. We got an incredible show for you. And I'm super excited to get your Monday started off right. And so what we want to be talking about today is something that's literally powerful. 
and it's something that has the ability to transform your entire life. It can transform your leadership. It can transform and level up. We've been talking all about relationships, and today we're talking about networking specifically. We're talking about networking, and the, the topic of today is one mindset shift you need for networking. And as I was pondering this, I was thinking through this concept, one shift that you need to make for networking, I said, man, this is something that I actually have been fortunate in my life. It's something I've been fortunate to be somewhat naturally adept at, but also there's some things that I learned from surrounding myself with high-level leaders that have taught me how networking literally can transform everything you do. It's opened so many doors for me. Literally today, I have a big speaking event. It's, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge it is Martin Luther King Day. Super excited elated, ecstatic to be a continuation of his legacy, of his dream fulfilled, to see us all be able to do exactly what Mr. Glenn Lundy's done here, which is create a seat at the table, a diverse table where everybody's welcome. Everybody can come and share their gifts, their talents. And I get to go one of the largest churches in my city, be a part of their program to speak and bring life and be a continuation of this incredible legacy. And that came from the power of networking, from connecting with rock star individuals, from building solid relationships to be able to transform everything in my life. And I want you to be able to do the same. So I was pondering this thought and thinking, what is it that I could give to deposit value into your lives that I know will transform the game for you and what you hope to accomplish in your life? And as I thought about this, I said, listen, this is going to be an easy one for me. I'm going to give you guys, instead of one tip, I'm going to give you three. I'm going to give you three simple tips to increase your ability to network. Three tips to transform your relationships. If you want to connect with high-level leaders, right, what's a high-level leader? These are people who've been where you're trying to go. These are people who are notable figures in society, people you look up to. These are your mentors. These are the people you see on the television. These are the people that you're learning from, that you're reading their books, that you're listening to their videos, their podcasts, and you want to be in proximity to them. I'm going to teach you how to do that. And you're like, well, how do I know you know how to do that? Well, let me show you and tell you, and I'll tell you this just to show you that I'm not just blowing hot air. This is something that I've been blessed and fortunate to be able to connect with some of the biggest, best, brightest minds in the country and be able to call several of them my personal mentors who I talk to on a regular basis. Literally, I'm a Raiders fan. Listen, I know you guys might not be in the sports, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. I'm a huge Raiders fan. Shout out to Mr. Glenn and his son. We're at the game. I got to see that. That has to be a remarkable experience, even though it didn't pan out exactly how we wanted it to. Still a forever memory that you will have forever and ever and ever and ever. And just before the game, which was the big game, was Saturday, Friday night, I had a conversation with one of the Raiders superstars, Mr. Darren Waller, who I've been able to connect with and been able to get in proximity with and been able to build a relationship with. Also, one of my mentors who I studied from afar for many years when I was at my lowest point in the world, Mr. Les Brown, we've secured a close personal relationship where he called me last week just to check on me. Hey, what are you doing, son? How you doing? We just have this conversation on a regular basis where he's pouring into me. Somebody who's probably also pouring into you, who you hear his voice on all type of TikTok videos and reels to motivational moments, to YouTube videos, to reading his books, to being in proximity. And this is a person that I've been able to secure a personal relationship with as he coaches me 
toward becoming one of the best orators and speakers in the world. Also, my dear brother, my personal friend, Mr. Trent Shelton, the first person to see my gift, the first person to give me a chance to utilize my voice, the first person to tell me that I was great and that he believed that I was going to change the world and he wanted to have a front row seat. But how do we get to that point? How do you get in proximity to have the conversation where these people are able to see the gift in you, where you can transform the game? That's what I'm going to tell you today. And I don't tell you that to brag or boast. There's a lot more people I can name, people that I'm in conversations with every day. But I tell you that so you know that this information I'm giving you is proven. It's qualified information. And if you implement the things I'm willing to give you, you will up-level your entire year, all of your goals, because you will transform the relationships that you have in your life. So without further ado, we're going to tap right in, and I'm going to give you these three keys. And we're going to start with number one. And listen, I got the keys. You're going to have the keys. You're going to open the doors. You're going to have the greatest year that you could possibly have because you can. So number one. The first thing that I would tell you in getting ready to connect with high-level leaders, high-level leaders, the people you want to be. These are your people like you guys. If you guys went to Grow for God conference in Kentucky, you know people like Grant Cardone. How do you build these type of relationships? That's what I'm talking about, big people that you want to get in their space. You want to build connections. You want to transform the game. And the first thing I give you is preparation. Preparation is key. Oh, my goodness, preparation is key. And many would tell you, that, you know what, you know, just don't go in with an agenda. I, I keep hearing this word agenda getting a bad rap. Oh, don't have an agenda. Don't have an agenda. This might be a little bit controversial, but I don't care. Because what I'm going to tell you is, what do you think an agenda is? That is literally ludicrous to not go into a meeting with an agenda. An agenda is literally a list of items to be discussed in a formal meeting. How did that get a bad rap? I get it. Sometimes people say, you know, if they have an agenda and they want to go in, they want to do something, you know, that really rubs people the wrong way. But I'm like, man, listen, if you don't have a clearly defined goal, clearly defined wins for your connection, it's going to be literally impossible for you to maximize your time with a leader. So you absolutely need to have an agenda because time is money and a high level leader has doesn't have a lot of time they don't have a lot of time to give and when you do get access to their time like i heard this person <laughs> so a lot of these guys are on clubhouse a lot of your people guys and gals ladies people that you look up to that you want to get in proximity with them are on clubhouse this is an incredible tool if you haven't gone all in on this tool and learn how to leverage it to get in proximity you're in the right place to learn how to do that but you absolutely should leverage this so you can get in proximity with these people so there was grant cardone and a couple of guys having a conversation and allowing people to ask them business questions. And a man comes up on the stage and he, he gets to ask Grant Cardone any question he wants. And, and he said, uh, hey, man, how did you make your millions? Oh, my goodness. How did you make your millions is the question that the man asked Mr. Grant Cardone. And rather than getting to build a solid connection, rather than piquing his interest, rather than those two having a thought-provoking conversation that served the room, it led to him hearing, Man, just Google me, bro, and next question. And it, what he wasn't saying it from an arrogant place. What he was saying is, listen, Mr. Grant Cardone, I got the utmost respect for him. I love what he's doing and what he's built, and I absolutely learned from his drive and his will. But he's not someone I would consider a, a close personal mentor or follow because I'm in a different industry. We're kind of going 
uh, not down the same path. So I learned principles from him. But even I know, listen, man, automobile industry, real estate industry. Now he's doing his thing with the 10X empire. I can tell you that off the top of my head without having done research. And I'm not trying to get in close proximity to him. You need to go in prepared to connect with these type of individuals. You need to at least know the baseline of who they are because in order for you to have a clearly defined win of your connection and your conversation, you need to know what it is that they can help you and what, where their expertise can help you advance the ball forward the most. You guys know that a lot of these guys up here you see, Scott, Glenn, these guys are rock stars in the automobile industry. If you don't know that, listen, how do you know what they have to offer you? Their leadership, their voices, what they're doing, creating and developing leaders. If you do a little bit of research, learn what it is that they have to offer most, what their expertise is, how they blew up, how they got to where they are. Before you sit with them, you best know how they can serve you on your own journey. Don't go in there swinging from the hip. Oh, I'm just going to go and, you know, I'm going to connect and see where the chips fall. Yeah, listen. If you want to never get a high-level leader's time again, go in like a days ago without an agenda and without an ability to ask clear questions that get you where you want to go, which that leads me to my number two. <laughs> so the first one is preparation. Figure out what it is you need to know that they could literally give you to help you transform where you're going. Figure out the things ahead of time, the research you can do about their industry, about their business, about their story. Guarantee you, if they're notable enough, you can find their story on somebody's podcast. You can find it on Google. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Well, like take time. Why would you not put time into a relationship that you're looking to build? You think, oh no, I could just show up and just be me and I'll woo them with my gifts. I'll woo them with my abilities and my ability to connect. I'm a natural connector. That's what I do. But I'm still going to prepare because if you want to be the difference between good and great, yeah, you can be good naturally, but you want to be great, especially if you're trying to build a longstanding relationship and get in close proximity because there's all type of people coming at them on a regular basis. So the next thing I want to do is get you to number two. <laughs> and if you want to build these relationships, the second key to building a solid relationship and networking, up-level your networking game, it will be to ask crystal clear and concise questions that lead to action step responses. You want to ask crystal clear questions that lead to action step responses. And many leaders will tell you they are often judging the level of your leadership by the question you ask. So a lot of times there's even whole books written about this. Literally, there's a book, QBQ, question behind the question. It's all type of leadership books that you can read where you can learn how to ask bigger questions, better questions, because the level of your question does often communicate the level of your leadership. And a lot of times if you come to a high level leader and you say, hey, how did you get successful? That's not a good question. It's not clear. It's so broad. It's like, man, how much time you got? You don't have enough time in the day 
for a high-level leader to come through and tell you every single thing they did, every single step they took to get success. You're going to need to narrow that down and put yourself in a position. I know the person who actually taught me all of this, the person who taught me how to connect with high-level leaders, how to get in proximity, how to earn their trust and how to earn their time was actually the senior pastor of a church, a mega church here in Oklahoma City. At the time, it was the fifth fastest growing church in the entire nation. It was booming, busting at the seams. And so that means that this man was running a big ship and he was doing a lot of things. And I had an opportunity to connect with him. So this is a part of my story that many of you don't know. But as I was younger, I connected with a group of people, a group of young individuals who decided that we wanted to transform the world. We wanted to go change the entire world. So what we decided to do was build a church plant team. And we were going to go into South Philly. What up, family? If you from East Coast, Philadelphia, what up? We were coming to your area. We were pulling up in South Philly, and we were going to do neighborhood-based ministry and just be out here having cookouts and inviting people along to do life with us. That's what we wanted to do. So what we did was we were visiting with pastors who had done this at a big level. We were just asking, like, some of the top pastors in the nation, hey, will you sit down with us? Yeah, we're kids. We don't got money. We don't have anything to offer you. We just want to sit down and pick your brain and learn from you. And so what do we did? These are some things that we did intuitively that we didn't know we should be doing, but I'm teaching you to do today. We did research. We knew that they were the fifth fastest growing church in the nation. We knew that they had a diverse church and they were intentional in their mission to create diversity within a church. We knew that they were doing things different. They were doing things creative in the community that many weren't. And that's what we wanted to do. We knew all of this background information, which put us in a position because we were prepared and we did our research to go in and ask good questions. Now, the day we met with this pastor, who would go on to become my pastor and my boss later, years later, we went in and it was a crazy snowstorm. Some of you are in snowmageddon right now, praying for you guys if you're covered in snow up to your hips. Listen, praying for you. Stay warm. It's freezing where I am, but there's no snow, so I feel like it's cold for no reason. But there was snowmageddon then, and it was crazy snow, and my friends were driving from Texas for us to all sit down with this pastor and so that made us late. Don't be late. Now, we had a crazy excuse, but still, it, he was so gracious to not rush us when we got there because we were like 25 minutes late or something because it's crazy snow. And But he sat in the coffee shop, and he still met with us. And he sat with us, and he poured his heart and soul out to us. We asked him so many questions. Not how did you get here. Not how do you build a mega church. Not how did you find success. Not how do you, we asked him specific questions. He said, look, this is your time. I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. I'm not one of those people that don't want you to add nothing's off the table. If you want to know like what the money looks like, if you want to know what the budget looks like, how much it takes to run an organization at this level. I mean, he was like open. So <laughs> we took that. And we asked him all these incredible questions about the budget. What does that look like? How, do you, how did you start setting a budget? Not where you are now, in the beginning. How did you secure the funds that you needed? And who were the people that you were connected to in the community that opened doors? I mean, we're asking crystal clear, specific questions that led to action steps for him to tell us step by step. The first thing I did was A. The first thing he did was find local influencers who were looking for a place to belong and he pulled them in and he showed them the vision and he pitched them the dream. Listen, 
You can't do this by yourself. You got to have people around you who believe in you, who believe in the dream and the vision are willing to invest in it. But how do you get there? By finding people, which is what we did, who know the way and are willing to give us the steps that they took to get to where they are. Networking is everything. You want to figure this out, but you got to ask them questions. The worst thing you could do is to sit down to secure the time. The fact that we got time with him at the time, once I went to work for the church, I realized how rare that was that he had time to sit down with us kids and pour into us church planters blows my mind. The worst thing we could have done is sit down with him and tell him our whole plan of how we're going to transform South Philly and change the world. Listen, that's great. I'm glad you got it all figured out. So why, if you got it all figured out, why are you sitting down with this leader? Why are you sitting down with the high-level leader if you know all the answers? So I know, I get it. We get so excited and we want to share our dream and we want to share our vision and we want to share. Listen, that's cool, fine and dandy. You know how many dreams and visions they hear? That's great. You should have your dream. You should have your vision. But a lot of times when you share that with a high level leader, you're looking for validation or for a stamp of approval for them to say that's a great idea. You don't need anybody's validation or approval on it to be a great idea. You only need to show up. You need to execute your vision and your dream. You don't need anybody's validation. All you need is your own and you need the ability to fortitude to keep pressing through no matter what it looks like so that you achieve success. Right. So you don't need their validation. So why are you sharing that? They don't need that part. You have access to a wealth of wisdom and knowledge and expertise and even stuff you can't get on Google, stuff you can't get from their book. When you sit in with them face to face, they want to answer questions. They want to know that their time is being maximized and it isn't being wasted. And they are giving you exactly what you need to succeed. If you want to not have a relationship, I'm telling you, Please take heed to what I'm saying. Sit down with a leader that you want to connect with and just tell him everything. Just talk, 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 talk the whole time. Tell him everything. I promise you, after a while, they're going to start thinking like, well, what do you need me for? What do you need my time? If you got it all figured out, you got all the answers, there's nothing you can ask me. How prideful is that? To show up and not ask a singular question because you're looking for, you're not doing it maliciously you're doing it because you're seeking validation you want to know that you're on the right track and you can do a little of that but that'll come the validation will come through you asking the proper questions but you want to maximize that time and that potential i'm telling you i've been able to revolutionize what i'm doing and accelerate my process to get to where my name holds weight in the personal development industry and that came through these relationships, through having a growth mindset, a teachable mindset, and asking the right questions. And that leads me to number three. If you're just joining, welcome to Breakfast with Champions. Listen, we're talking about the mindset shift to help you in your networking endeavors because net, your network is everything. Some people often say your network determines your net worth. And I would say there was a time when I wasn't sure how I felt about that, but now I know that's actually absolutely true. Because as my network expanded to those individuals who are doing more than me, better than me, higher than me, and where I want to be, so has my net worth. <laughs> so has my speaking engagements, my the things that people are willing to invest and pay me now versus when I first started is astronomically different. And that comes through the power of proximity in your network. So I'm gonna give you number three. We said one mindset shift. Listen, I'm giving you the whole kit and caboodle today. I'm giving you three. 
And if you weren't here from the beginning, the first one was preparation is key. Don't you show up to a meeting with high-level leaders and you don't even know what they've done or how they got to where they are. They cannot serve you best and you cannot maximize your time if you don't even know how they got to where they are. The second one was questions. Ask crystal clear and concise questions that lead to action step responses. Don't go in there asking, like, how did you get successful? How did you build uh, the biggest club on club, one of the biggest clubs on Clubhouse? Okay, man, you know how long it would take Glenn Lundy to answer that question? That's not the question you ask. The question you ask is, hey, I want to start. I'm going to give you an example. We workshopping it. I would like to start a club that gets my business and brand more visibility and allows me to get in proximity with world changers. When you were forming the idea of Breakfast with Champions, what was the first thing you did in order to ensure that you would have success in reaching your goal? Like you clear and you getting down to the nitty gritty and Glenn Lundy would tell you similar thing to what I told you my pastor did when he started, which is who are the relationships? What do I have? Who do I have in my network that I could reach out to, that I can invite on the journey, share the vision, and it comes all, it all comes back to network. It all comes back to relationships. It all comes back to leveraging those people in your life and being able to show up for each other and support each other. Like you, many of you guys don't know, like I'm building right now a movement that involves events, live events, speaking, and all of these things and one of the things right now, listen, when you're getting off the ground, we don't have all the money in the world to pay the top speakers to come out and share. But I have to leverage myself. Listen, I will come and I will light up your stage and blow up your event. I will exchange my goods, my time, my services in exchange for you coming and doing the same for me. You pull up. You call me when you need me. I'm there. No charge. They do the same. And we leverage the network to help each other grow. Listen, <laughs> hope you guys are realizing your network is everything. So I'll give you this final step, and then I will get out of you guys' way. Thank you for rocking with me on Monday, because you can. So, number three, and this is a big one. You want to connect with high-level leaders. You want to increase your network, which will, byproduct, increase your networks. You need to focus on connection and not clout. Oh, my God. Focus on connection and not clout. You don't realize that these leaders, they already know what time it is, fam. They know what time it is. This doesn't mean you don't show them love or you don't edify them, but they know when you're just trying to get in proximity, when you just want to be able to run and be like, hey, look who I know. Like, I see it happen all the time. I literally sat on the stage one day. It's like 600 people in a room on Clubhouse. Les Brown was here. He did it. He did the Les Brown thing, one of the greatest communicators of all time. Watched him pour his heart and soul out. And when he finished, he says, who can tell me what stood out from that teaching? It's 100 people on the stage. They're all flashing their mic. The moderator's going through one by one. You know that after like 10 people, not one person answered his question. Not one person answered his question. He said, what stood out to you? He wants to hear the feedback. He wants to hear that he's making a difference. He wants to hear that his words pierced your heart and are going to help you up-level your life to get to where he is. And the only thing he heard in response was, oh, my God, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, my God, you changed my life. Oh, my God, you're amazing. Oh, my God, you're the best speaker I've ever heard. Oh, my God. And he just keeps hearing the same thing on repeat like a broken record. Listen. I'm not telling you if you get a window and your shot to speak to someone of that caliber who has transformed your life, that you shouldn't tell them that. By all means, tell them, edify them. But if you want them to be a part of your network, 
You have to not do what everybody else is doing. You got to think what's going to separate you from the fray. What's going to separate you from the crowd? When I was telling you about this very thing, I'm going to give you the X factor in just a minute. I'm going to end this with the X factor. I'm going to give it to you. (laughs) But don't go in like everybody else. Listen, (laughs) they already know the people who just want to be able to go use their name and likeness to like they can feel it. They're people. They're not machines. They're they're people just like you. Legends are literally ordinary people who made extraordinary choices to boss up, level up, not quit and be great. That's that can be you if you're willing to do the same thing. But what I'm telling you is you got to pique their interest by being different than ever. You got to think what is going to jump me off the page in a list of a hundred or thousands of people that are trying to get their attention, trying to get in proximity with them. Don't tell them what they heard a million times before. That's not how you do it. When all those people finish edifying and telling Mr. Les Brown how great he was, I spoke up on the mic. I unmiked and I said, hey, Mr. Brown, Mr. Black here. He said, Mr. Black, how you doing? Young man, I'm doing great, sir. I said, is it okay if I answer your question? He said, oh, my God, by all means, please do. And I answered his question, what stood out to him. That alone solidified in his heart a relationship that we have been connecting because somebody heard what I asked you, and somebody answered the question I asked of you. So if you want to figure out how to grow these relationships and get in proximity instead of doing what everybody else is doing, maybe you start by telling them something they haven't heard a million times before. Maybe you share a personal story of how something they've said, something they've taught, their business has transformed your life. That jumps you off the page because everybody wants to know I'm making a difference. Everybody wants to know my, my methods and my work are making a difference, impacting hearts and lives and putting me in a position to win. Maybe you share this personal story or maybe you share something that you know they'll find significant because you did, like I told you in step one, and you prepared and you learned about their story, something that you know is going to hit them. Listen, everybody can tell if you just want to say, I got a famous popular friend, but I want to give you this key because I know it transforms their heart. So in, in alignment with number three, which I said, focus on the connection, not the clout. If you want to build a real connection with them, they time is money. And a high-level leader wants to know you won't waste their time. <laughs> so I told you about that pastor I met with as a young church planner. That pastor was going to give me my first job and help me become ordained as a pastor to work at his mega church years later. Because I came back, I was just attending the church because I loved what he was doing. The plans we had to launch a church fell through for whatever reason. And as I sat in proximity, he was told by his leaders, hey, we got this young man. He's out here doing this and this and this. He's doing A, B, C, and D in the community. And he said, oh, I know that young man. I told him to do that. So now I'm giving you the X factor. If you want to transform these relationships, if you want to build these relationships with high-level leaders, is the X factor is applying the knowledge that they share with you. Straight up, bottom line. Apply to now. They want to know that you're not wasting their time. They want to know that when they sat and they invested time with you, it wasn't just you saying, hey, I got the time of a high-level leader, but you're actually wanting to grow. You're hungry to learn. You're hungry to transform your life. And when I sat with Mr. Trent Shelton and I asked him a million and one questions, he was so blown away. He said, man, bro, he told me this years ago. He said, you're going to change the world one day. He told me in 2018, he said, I want to have a front row seat. Make sure we connect. 
I thought he was just capping. I thought he was just being nice. But I met him six months after the after our initial interaction. I met him six months later at an event. And you know what I did? I didn't go up and say, bro, you amazing. Bro, you changed my life. Bro, this was amazing. It's the greatest speech I ever heard. What I said was, hey, man, I came to this place to tell you one thing and one thing only, and that is the first time I met you, you gave me five action steps, and I took the five action steps, and his, here is how my life is different. I'm leaving my job. I got a logo created. I got a business created. I'm putting it all on the line, and I'm going to change my life to in the pursuit of becoming everything I know God created me to be because I can. You know what that said made him say? This is a person that's worth my time. This is a person I want to connect with. This is a person I want to build and grow with. And next thing you know, me and him are now sitting on the phone planning how we can continue to change, transform, and take over the world. So I say all of that to say, I'm giving you the keys and the blueprints for you to step up, for you to change your life, for you to build the relationships that you want with high-level leaders that change the trajectory of your life and legacy. So lean in. Do your prep work, ask the right questions, and implement the things this leader tells you because you can, and then you will boss up, transform your life, transform your business in every area, and you do this because you can. I love you guys. That is my time. I am Marcus Black. I am done speaking. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.